Hello, folks, and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. I'm Chris Yao, along with Maurice Patton. And, well, um, first, let's do this. Let's give a shout-out to our sponsors. We want to thank them, of course. We have Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, um, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, and, of course, Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Custom Stone Handlers is our Team of the Week sponsor, the End to Win Life Team of the Week, and we appreciate um, them for, for being a part of that. And Custom Stone Handlers believes in leadership and outside of the military. Our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. Contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. As we sit here on Thursday afternoon, um, this is our second time doing <laughs> this podcast today because as soon as we finished, we got word that Summertown and Richland have canceled Friday night's football game. We don't know exactly why, but assumingly COVID-19, but we also don't know if it's among the players or just students at Richland or what. Yeah, we, we've kind of got sketchy information to this point, but we do know that um, something on Richland's end prompted the cancellation of this non-region game on Friday night with Summertown scheduled to travel to Richland. So, um, yeah, A lot but, of questions. Yeah, and, and we're trying to get them answered, and we're trying to get them answered on the fly. We, we got note notice that the game has been canceled but very little other insight into the situation at this point um, we have a story up on the website sm-tnsports.com reflecting what information we do have at this time and as we know more we'll be updating that story so um, be sure and check out the website again sm-tnsports.com for for updates on this developing situation as Richland's home game against Summertown has been canceled for COVID-19 issues at around Richland. Yeah, and that was our game of the week this week, scheduled to be our game of the week, and unfortunately that will not happen. So the end of this podcast may sound a little funny because we're not going to go through and redo everything. Well, the but middle of this podcast may sound a little funny, too, because we're probably going to have two intros, basically. Yeah. It's, but because the first segment was discussing information we received last night about Spring Hills game with Lincoln County being canceled for COVID-19 issues. Right. And so all of that Spring Hill information will be on the other side of a of a break. Of a break. And it's just going to be a little weird, uh, but understand that we wanted to get you guys the most current information as as quickly, quickly as, as possible. possible. Yeah. So and, so we feel we felt like you could kind of deal with the awkwardness of the podcast to have the best and most current information. So, so and bear we appreciate with us. that. Uh, if you see me looking at my watch, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that no one has texted me and given me any additional information as we're talking. Because here. he's so technologically yeah. up to date. I just have to look at my phone. <laughs> well, either way, I just want to make sure that you guys have that. So, uh, like he said, uh, Spring Hill has had to shut down all sports for two weeks at this particular moment. That's what we believe. 
Um, we'll be discussing that in the next right. segment. We'll discuss that when we come back on the other side of this break on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Beck Dental Care is committed to personalized and comfortable dental care. Located in Columbia, Beck Dental Care has proudly served Murray County for more than 40 years. For your dental needs, call today at 931-388-8452 or visit beckdentalcare.com. All right, so let's talk, um, talk about some high school football and other sports. But first, we have kind of a big deal going on. We found out last night that Spring Hill Athletics will be shut down for the next two weeks. Yeah, kind of the news of the day, I guess. As you said, late yesterday evening, we found out that um, the Murray County Public Schools central office has um, – ordered, directed, I guess, that that Spring Hill conduct classes remotely until September 23rd, and with that, the decision was made to suspend all athletic activities, that's games, that's um, practices as well, until that point. So um, what that most immediately means is that Spring Hill will not play its game Friday night against Lincoln County at Spring Hill. They also will not travel on September 18th to Tullahoma for a Region 4-4A game that, as we have since found out, was scheduled to be Tullahoma's homecoming. So, you know, unfortunately these are, are situations that don't just affect the teams that are directly involved, but, but they kind of have that domino effect as well. And as we said, it's not just football that's affected by this either. Correct. Yeah, we have, uh, I know, soccer and volleyball especially, but more than, you know, those are some, there's some district matches that soccer will miss. There, there are three district matches that we've seen on the schedule. We don't know that we have a complete schedule. We don't know that we don't have a complete schedule. What we know from what we have, three district soccer matches, four volleyball district matches will all need to either be rescheduled or something. Mm-hmm. But here's the big thing. It looks like golf could potentially miss their district tournament. Yeah, their district tournament is scheduled to be played no later than September 23rd, which I guess it can conceivably conceivably be played on the 23rd and they could play. But we, as of this moment, do not know when that tournament is scheduled to be played. So there might be some flexibility there that they can come back and play on the 23rd. We're not sure. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's a lot of, of things that we need to kind of find out. Obviously, this is very bare-bones information. Of course, Cross Country is scheduled to host the Ring Farm Invitational mm-hmm. on the 15th, which is a usually a pretty big uh, tournament or a yeah. race for not just Spring Hill but several other schools, and we don't know that we don't know whether they're going to continue to have the race and Spring Hill just not participate or what right but they could also potentially miss the murray county championship scheduled for 922 which is the day before they're scheduled to come back to um to school physically and return to athletic activities so you know like you said there's a lot of information still to be nailed down regarding this situation right now and and we are um, working to get that and as we do we will have it at 
SM-TNSports.com, but it's, it's as, as people like to say in these uncertain times, it's a fluid situation right now. Yeah, and what, what we've seen, this is a unique situation to Spring Hill because Columbia Central had similar issues, but it, it's kind of a, it, it's very weird because Columbia Central shut down each team Individually, they Individually. At, at various times they have had um, their cross country team down, their girls soccer team down. Um, currently, volleyball is down. I think for the rest of this week. So, um, but the difference between that is they actually have positive cases, whereas we don't know that any athletic athletes at Spring Hill have tested positive. We know of one isolated incident at. Uh, Spring Hill on the football team, mm-hmm. but that person was isolated and no one else had tested positive. So it's kind of a unique situation. From, from what we understand, that's exactly yeah. it. Um, speaking with Chris Pointer, the athletics director for Murray County Public Schools, yesterday he said that there was an increased uptick in positive cases at Spring Hill High School uh, did not specify whether they were athletes. Ben Martin did say that there had been one mm-hmm. positive case within the football team, and as you said, that that individual had been isolated. So um, it's it's an interesting situation. It's an interesting scenario. There is a lot, for lack of a better word, there's a lot of frustration in Northern Murray County over this situation right now. Oh, there, there's no question that, you know, several, you know, a lot of Spring Hill folks are definitely upset um, and seniors and that sort of thing, and, and rightfully so, you know, understandably so. You know, I, I wasn't going to necessarily say that, but, uh, you know, having, having... Understandably so having, is probably a better way. I'll tell you what, having been the parent of two high school athletes, I'd be hot right now. <laughs> I mean, e- even if, you know, it, again, you understand the fact that Yes, there are some situations that could cause this, but if there are no confirmed cases on your team, why are we being punished? It's just se? it's just tough to understand. And sure. again, speaking with Chris Pointer last night, he he mentioned again what he has mentioned to me in previous discussions along these lines. There is no cookie cutter. There, it's not an if X then Y, then Z approach to this situation. It's it's a fluid situation and there's different approaches for different situations. What makes Spring Hill different from other situations, we don't necessarily know and apparently no one at Spring Hill knows either. And so that kind of goes back to the frustrating portion of this whole deal. But, um, but we know that as of right this second, Volleyball, cross-country, football, girls' soccer, and golf are all shut down at least until September 23rd. And as we learn more, (laughs) we'll have it at sm-tnsports.com. That's right. Moving on, let's talk a little bit about volleyball. We've got some matches tonight. Um, I know Kalioka and Zion are playing at 5.30. Mount Pleasant travels to Hampshire. Independence hosts Brentwood at 6 o'clock and Columbia Academy in Summertown will take uh, take to the court at six o'clock as well. So that should be 
plenty of opportunities to get out of season volleyball tonight. I'll tell you what, Brentwood may be a little wary of coming back to Southern Williamson County after um, what took place the last time they were down here a couple of days ago against Summit. So, um, interesting matchup there. Obviously, the, the Lady Bruins are, are a little shorthanded with, with um, some issues. Yeah, they, they've <clears throat> got they've got some 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 issues of their own. But here's the thing: they ended up still winning in five in five, in five, sets, five sets. Yeah, against Summit, which Summit is probably the second the number two team in that in that region or district. District mm -hmm. and without their best player, Brentwood still gets a win. Yeah, yeah. Shea Eggleston um, missed that game for Brentwood, so. Um, Interesting, like I said, uh, these are some some uncertain times, and it's kind of showing up in the um, in these various venues that um, not everybody is always at full strength, and and um, that that's just um, part of the deal, I think, for for what we've got going on right now. Yeah, volleyball. You know, here's the thing you have to also think about with volleyball is it's you know it's one of those things that you don't even have to play district matches mm -hmm. like it's just for seeding in the tournament right. so it doesn't matter what you do during the regular season you still get a shot at the district tournament you want to make your you want to make your postseason path as easy as possible but but you know losing to a Brentwood or beating a Brentwood isn't at this point, necessarily the the goal. You, you're trying to get yourself ready for that postseason push, like you said. Yeah, that's that's the most important thing is get that postseason going. So, uh, like I said, Cullioke at Zion, five thirty tonight. Mount Pleasant at Hampshire, five thirty. Brentwood at Indy at six. Columbia Academy at Summertown at six. On Saturday, Fairview will travel to Summit at one o'clock, and Columbia Central will be back in action. As far as we know. I am not clear on that. I don't yeah. know when they were supposed to come back. That game may be, that might be a COVID game that doesn't get played. I, I am honestly not sure, and that's unfortunate. But um, with everything that's been going on, I'm, I'm not sure when they are supposed to come back. It's it Potentially, Columbia Central could host Franklin County at 630 on Saturday. We'll let you know as soon as we know um, for sure on the website. Um Moving on to girls' soccer, you actually got a chance to go out and see a girls' soccer game this week, and uh, pretty big night from, again, Ava Corbin again over at Zion. Okay, again, um, hat trick in the first half, four goals for the night as Zion defeated um, host Columbia Academy 9-2. Also a hat trick for um, Rivers Abshear and Lily May Fan with a couple of goals for the Lady Eagles in that big win. So um, when they get it rolling offensively, they're kind of tough to deal with. Um, Corbin with 14 of Zion's 25 goals through five games, and one of those games was a shutout loss. So, um, so basically, in the four games that Zion has scored in, she scored 14 goals. That's that's a number. I mean, that's averaging more than a hat trick. Averaging. That's <laughs> insanity. Um, Video game. 
Yeah, stuff. video game numbers definitely there. You know, Ava Corbin has been obviously she was our our week one co player of the week, mm-hmm. and but she's just really been something special to watch. And and she's what a sophomore, a sophomore, a sophomore, and um. Goodness. Was not necessarily an impact player for Zion as a freshman last year, but talking to Nick Dale, the girls' coach at Zion Christian, um, just a um, really impactful athlete for her speed. Um, and, and you saw it uh, during that game on Tuesday night. They, they would play balls over the top, and, and she was able to run some balls down and, and make some plays. And, you know, they – there's a little finesse involved there. They got called offsides on a couple of those plays, but at the same time, she's able to to get by and through defenses and um, really be a playmaker with with her speed for for Zion. And it, it's tough to defend. Yeah, that was a nine-two win over Columbia Academy this week. Um, Independence had their senior night the two nights ago. Yeah, two and. Night. They they say it played to a one to one tie with Paige, um, so you know a lot of really good soccer in this area, um, especially in the Williamson County area. But but even you know the Richlands, the Cullyocas, you know the Summit's really good. Like I said, Zion. If you want to go watch Ava Corbin, you can do that tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hosting Webb Bellbuckle. And um, I'm looking forward to this Kalioka Richland game this evening as well. Um, Richland, as we've talked in, in previous podcasts, advanced to the Class A state sectionals last year. Kalioka's twin Norton sisters. Were um, both pretty impactful for them last year. I am not sure at this point if they are playing because travel soccer in Tennessee also takes place in the fall. And I am hearing that they may or may not be playing travel soccer instead of high school soccer. So we will have a clearer picture of that when we um, actually get eyes on the Lady Warriors this evening. So. That'll be an interesting matchup. They played um, Richland to a 2-2 draw earlier this year, I believe. Right, they did. Uh, we talked about that mm-hmm. early this, this season. And, and you know, Columbia Academy is on the, is on the pitch tonight. Uh, Lincoln County at Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's at 6.30. Summit and Indy at 7, which always a – Fun time anytime those two are on any kind of playing surface against each other. Um, and then, like I said, well, Webb Bell Buckle at Zion Christian. So, plenty of opportunities to get out and see some high school soccer tonight as well. Yeah, um, lots, of, lots of good stuff there. As we said earlier, lots of, lots of volleyball opportunities tonight. So, um, if you want to see something other than football, you've got your chances here over the next few days. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk some high school football. We've got plenty to talk about, several games this week, uh, even without 
even without Spring, Spring Hill, Hill we, County. Yeah. We have several opportunities. So when we come back, we'll talk about high school football and more on sport uh SMT SM T and Sports Today. There we go. Presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back to another edition of SM-TN Sports Today. A uh, little dead air there. It's how, how it goes sometimes. But whether it's on the playing field or in business, Covenant Technology believes communication among your team is vital to success. Covenant Technology is dedicated to helping businesses succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Um, it looks like their fog issue is clearing up a little starting bit. starting to burn off. Um, so. Fortunately, we have figured out the issue. Yeah, we just got to figure out the... Little little pre-game. Yeah, it's, yeah. we're going to have to warm up the camera, literally. <laughs> literally. Uh, I know that sounds goofy. Like, it's, you know, oh, you got you to gotta warm up the, uh, the, the printer or the copy machine. Remember how the copy or, machines always had to be warmed up before you could make copies? Yeah. It's well, kind of like yeah, this. When, it, when it's cold outside, you got to go start your car, you know. Yeah. Same, same thing with this camera, apparently. Yeah, it's, really, it's really cold in here uh, over overnight, apparently. So, yeah. anyway, um, let's talk about some high school football. We've got plenty of it to talk about, and we'll start with a game that wasn't even on the schedule. It was not on the schedule uh, until – about a week or so ago and did not get finalized until this past Friday. Columbia Central was set to um, travel to Overton, which is one of the Metro Nashville public schools that has not resumed athletic activities yet as a result of the pandemic. So um, after, um, after much deliberation, Jason Hoth decided to um, take his Columbia Central team down to the Brickyard to take on Giles County on Friday night. Well, I mean, it's it's going to be fun to, to watch this one because in Jason Hoth's first season, 2016, uh, Columbia Central went 0-10, and among those 10 losses was a 70-28 to defeat at the hands of Pulaski, and that's got to be in the back of your mind somewhere, and, right? You know, in terms of games that you don't forget, that's got to be one for Jason Hoth, I would think. There's not anybody on this team that would have participated in that game, but uh, I, I can't imagine that it either has not or will not come up prior to kickoff tomorrow night. Yeah. I, when I was in school, we we, we – we beat a team 84 to 48, which is not a lot in the grand scheme of the di- the difference of the score. <laughs> but you're talking a 42 point loss here, and you got 70 on the other side. It it, it just feels like, hey, maybe there was some, maybe there's going to be a little bit of payback. Maybe they, not. They may, there may be some residual from that. Even like I said, even from five years ago, it it might it's it's something that. 
for people with long memories, it doesn't take long for it to come back. No, absolutely not. So I'm, I'll be curious to see how this one plays out, uh, especially with Central coming off of a shutout loss at home. Uh, they, they didn't score at all, so I'm sure that they'll be wanting to get their offense back on track with um, Brady McCandless and Christian Biggers and the likes. So we could see some – See them just try to try to get back into the groove of it, right? Yeah, and you know when you look at that offense, it's it, you look at the pieces on that offense. You don't necessarily expect to see them get shut out. Um, kudos to the Summit defense, but you know there, there's some pieces over there. Again, Christian Biggers is a kid that rushed for 1,100 yards last year. Um, they they've had some concerns up front. I think they were replacing four starters from last sure. year, so. And, and it's still early, as, as coaches all over the area have reminded us, you know, there were no scrimmages, there was no seven-on-seven, seven, so, you know, actually settling in against an opponent is taking place in real time in games that matter, so it's, it's been a little tougher, and, and teams that came in with experience kind of had the upper hand on teams that, that didn't, so... I think that might have kind of came into play um, against Summit, and I would expect to see this Lions offensive unit in particular grow from last week to this week. Certainly. Um, well, if you want to, you can check out that game. It'll be on the. It'll be on radio WKRM, and uh, we'll also be on Giles County. We'll have a broadcast on WKSR. So you can find both of those live stream links. If you can't get out to that game, you can find both live stream links on our website, uh, or you can tune into 103.7 FM in Columbia to to listen to that. Also in uh, well in Columbia this week mm-hmm. will be Columbia Academy as they host two time defending two Division Two A state champion Davidson Academy, and that might sound like a bit of a challenge. a challenge but this was the the challenge last year was Columbia Academy just about you know put Davidson Academy on the ropes yeah they they had the bears you know on the ropes i mean this it was a 14-7 final so you uh, in the 7 point game it's a winnable game for the bulldogs in the midst of what was eventually an 0 and 5 start and you have to wonder how their year would have been different had they found a way to win that ball game in their third game of the season. Um, this time, Davidson comes in here again, two-time defending Division Two A state champs. Um, they have won their opening two games: one against Sycamore, one against region rival Nashville Christian by a combined eighty-five to nothing. Yeah, they haven't <laughs> haven't given up a point yet, so. CA is going to have to definitely find some offense more than they found against Shovel. Well, they're going to have to find some offense, but they're going to have to find some defense as well. I mean, again, they've scored forty-two and a half points per game. That's <laughs> that's that's something. Yeah, and I'm telling you, Davidson Academy though is just one of those teams that it's their perennial powerhouse. It's a team that you have to, you know, you can't go into. Lightly, you have to make sure that you are prepared to play the Davidson Academy Bears. Uh, you know, Jonathan Quinn is a is a. <laughs> I almost said a kid. I, I actually covered Jonathan in high school at McGavick back in the early nineties. Followed his entire career from McGavick 
to Tulane to MTSU, where he was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, spent time in the NFL with the Jags, the Chiefs, and the Bears, um, wound up coaching at a small um, NAIA school in the Midwest before he came back to Davidson about six years ago and has done a phenomenal job there. Again, um, two-time state champs in Division 2A and, and just <laughs> – he, he has had some talent, but he has utilized it well also. And and this one's going to be a tough one for CA tomorrow night. Certainly, they'll, they'll have to, you know, Franklin Walker and Brian Brannick will definitely have to find a way to keep up with the Bears. So if you want to watch that game, you can on the NFHS Network, and it will be broadcast live there. And you can find that link on the website. So plenty of opportunities to see that one. Let's go up to South Williamson County. Mm-hmm. Sounds funny to say up to South Williamson County. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Summit will host the Franklin Admirals. Boom. That was fun to say. The Admirals. It's the first time I get to say that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, as ironic as that name is, whatever. Yeah, as ironic as you think it is, I'm an 82 graduate. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I mean, whatever. They're the flagship. They, they say, are. So here yeah. we are. And, and the flagship will be sailing into South Williamson County tomorrow night. And and as we talked off air, I guess the biggest question is, is this um, is this a game where, where Destin Wade rushes for 250 yards or passes for 250 yards? Yeah, you know, we've seen both. We've, <laughs> right. seen, we've seen them have to use both mm-hmm. in one in some games. We've seen them use only one in one game. We've seen them use the other in one game. So I don't feel like this is a game that Destin's going to have to utilize both arms and legs. He'll be able to do one or the other. My guess is they're going to run the ball like Brian Coleman really likes to do until they absolutely don't have to or until they can't. And and. The way this offense is built, they can do both. I mean, when you've got guys like Sam Kerouac and and um, Jack Dippold, even without keeping weight, even you can still grind it out if you decide you want to, or you can throw it out to to Pierce and Jolly and 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 those Brandon guys. King. Yeah, well, and the thing is, Brandon King is kind of the X factor because he's showing up in both. Yeah, he he's a, he's a guy that you got to keep your eye on if you're an opposing defense because number 10 can get the ball through the air, on the ground, and he's tough to stop either way. Yeah, yeah. So they've got some flexibility in what they do offensively, and and I think that makes them even tougher. Oh, there's no question. So it'll be tough for Franklin, certainly, on Friday night as they take on the Class 5A number 2 ranked Spartans. Um, all 10 – Top t- all, t- all ten first place votes went to Knoxville Central, Central, but uh, it was pretty clear that Summit was the number two team this week in the AP poll. So it, clearly, folks around the state paying attention to the Spartans, and and they're not going to sneak up on anybody. So they've definitely got that target on their back, and how they handle that, they've handled it well so far. So far, um, you know, like you said, the hierarchy has kind of been set right now. Knoxville Central is going to be number one until further notice. Sure. Summit's going to be number two until further notice, and then the line kind of forms behind those two in 5A, I think. Absolutely. 
So, if you want to listen to that game, you can hear it on WKOM 101.7 FM, um, or you can, I don't think it's on TV this, uh, yes it is, it is on WCS TV this week, it is the WCS TV game of the week. There you go. So if you want to watch it, it'll be on YouTube. If Okay, so even down here you can still watch it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah you can watch it on YouTube. Okay, cool. Um, it's a live stream, that link is on the website, in case you haven't found the, 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 uh, the sequence here. Mm-hmm. We, everything's on the website. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a trend there's, there. There's a trend. There's a theme. Yeah. Everything's all, on the website. It's all, on the website. it's all in one story too. Like you don't even have to. You, it just literally says how to listen and watch to every game in week four. <laughs> so the, right the, the only way we could make it easier would be if we actually came to you and pulled it up <laughs> on your mobile device. Which, but we can do that. Yeah. So, which my mom and dad probably need after this morning. <laughs> Having to figure out how to get Fox Sports Go on their Roku was a you, challenge this morning. You got to ease up on older people. I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I go down there and I put everything in, and then this is not their fault. This is Roku's fault. Like Roku and the the apps, they're signing them out. Like, so I went down there and signed them in like a month or two ago, and now like randomly it just signs people out, and so you have to re put in the email and password and sometimes that's, it's a struggle that's I get not it. cool and what's funny is i just had to go through that. that at our house a couple of weeks ago and when you're in a certain demographic it's a struggle yeah i mean and when i can't see it like that makes a difference like i can't see what you're looking at so i can't tell you what to click like i mean i I can help you with your your DirecTV input button on your remote because I used to be a tech rep for DirecTV on the phone. So, hey, you know, whatever. But anyway, if you want to watch the game, you can do it on YouTube. You can cast it to your TV with Google Chromecast. You can, there's so many options to, to listen and watch. But I wish there was a way to, li- to watch it and listen to the radio at the same time, but the, the lag would probably be too rough. Uh, Matt Rogers and... Mike Epley on WKOM. They'll have the Summit broadcast call, like I said, on 1017 FM. Moving along, talking about independence, um, talk about an offense. They travel over to Blackman to the Inferno. The Inferno. A, a field so cool it has its own Twitter account. The field has a Twitter the account? The field has a Twitter account. That's, that's, so, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, Indy travels over to the Inferno after putting up a dominant performance on offense. Well, really, in both games, yeah. they were pretty dominant. They were <laughs> offensively. Pretty, they were pretty dang good in their Week One game against Summit. Obviously, it didn't go the way they wanted it to, but um, but they got the they got the desired result last week up at Centennial. And if they had to have one, that's probably the one they wanted since it was a Region Six Six A matchup. That's so, right. Um, Indy going over to the Inferno coming off of a victory. Um, Blackman has struggled a little bit. They lost um, early to Alcoa, and they lost another tough one, and I can't remember who it was to immediately, but but they bounced back um, last week with a big region win over Coffee County. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and that's the thing is, one, I'm not sure how much you can put into a Coffee County win. But then again, Coffee County, poor those those poor guys. You know they've they've gotten beat up pretty bad by Blackman and Tullahoma this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, 
I'm not sure what, you know, it, it's kind of like, well, <clears throat> is Blackman still – because, I mean, the, the two losses are not teams that they're – no, they're not shabby. I mean, Alcoa No, there's, there's no shame in, in either of those losses, exactly. So um, this will be more of a realistic measure, I think, for Blackman as they go against Independence, who again – Really, both teams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it'll be it'll be fun to watch uh, that Indy offense. I, I don't know that Blackman's going to be able to slow them down, but you know it's a matter of can Independence's defense you know put up the necessary uh, stops. stops to to get the win. So we'll talk about that later. Um, but, uh, that game can be seen on Dash Two Sports. Is that right? It can be heard okay. on Dash Two Sports. Yep, uh, you can hear Brad DeShiel, who have the game live. Uh, you'll have to visit. Our website, the link is there, or you can go to ihstdc.com, and the link is there as well. So, yeah, appreciate Brad and all he does because he keeps us updated every week uh, on Independence. And all right, so a game that uh, it can also be heard. You'll have to visit the website if you if you don't get down there. But there's 1,500 tickets available down in Fayetteville this week as Mount Pleasant travels down there, and this is a game that. We talk about it all the time. We talked about it especially with um, with uh, hockey. We talked about must-win situations. I don't know that this is a must-win for Mount Pleasant, but... It sure feels like it. It feels <laughs> like if they don't get at least, again, they've, they've played Summertown 14-13 or 13-12 mm-hmm. and then lost 14-7 to Richland. So it's not like they're in a... They're they're not getting blown out. They're in every game. They have an opportunity to win, but this is a game that if you go back and I mean, you think about the Fayetteville Zion game. It's a game that Mount Pleasant really needs to set the tone early, and if they can set that tone, they have a chance to get a big region win at Fayetteville. This would be a huge region win if Mount Pleasant can get it, just for the fact that they lost last week to Richland at home so to turn around and get one on the road to get back to one and one against a team that's ranked number five in the state in this week's associated press poll for um for class 1a and and when you look at this region you know cornersville lost last week to moore county um you know the the hierarchy may be flipping a little bit here and this thing might be more than just Cornersville and Fayetteville as it's been the last two or three years, but Mount Pleasant's got to kind of do their part right here. And, and again, we've talked about youth. We've talked about the lack of preseason play, and, and I think that has played a role. Having seen them last week against Richland, they made some mistakes that sure just need to be cleaned up. And if they had, had they not made those mistakes – I think that Richland game is different, not to take anything away from what the Raiders did. That's a big win for them. But Mount Pleasant, again, you don't like using must win in week four, but for them to go to 0-2 in region play and still have Cornersville, Huntland, and Moore County out there, it's going to make it kind of tough in terms of postseason prospects. Absolutely. The Mount Pleasant defense has played well. Again, they've Giving up 27 points. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of points in two ball games. It's a matter of can that wing tee offense put up the necessary points 
to to get a win on the road, tough place to play. Uh, again, fifteen hundred tickets available, so it's probably going to be rocking down there either way. Mm-hmm. And and I'm expecting pretty good bunch of those to be Mount Pleasant folks actually. So uh, should be a nice atmosphere. Should be a, a competitive ball game. It's just a matter of whether or not the visiting Tigers can clean up their act against the host Tigers on Friday night. That's right. Gates will open at 5.30 at Fayetteville. No tickets sold pre-sale. So if you want a ticket, you got to get there, and I would get there early. Mm-hmm. Um, just letting you guys know down there. All right, and uh, <laughs> this <laughs> – this next one, talk about a, uh, a, a trip. Uh, Zion Christian is headed to take on Sale Creek. Now, Sale Creek is in <laughs> Hamilton County, but this game is going to apparently take place in Ray County. Um, Sale if you Creek, don't know where that is, we don't yeah, need yeah, get it. Well, you can't get there from here. <laughs> Hamilton County's county seat is Chattanooga, so yeah. basically you would go down I-24 to get to Sale Creek. But, again, um, you've got to come off and, and go off-roading a little bit to get to this um, to this game site. It's at Fort Bluff, which is a camp, again, over close to Dayton. Um, two years ago, Zion Christian played Sail Creek at Finley Stadium in Chattanooga, which is where um, UTC plays their games. They used to host the um, FCS National Championship game. I'm sorry. That, yeah, yeah FCS. Yeah. I get my C's and B's confused. <laughs> Probably because I made more C's and B's. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh. Anyway, Finley Stadium would have been a lot easier to find. So yeah, you can see it from the interstate. You, you can. can. I don't know. I don't know how exactly how to get there off the interstate, but you can see it. <laughs> so if you get one of those flying cars they got in Japan right now, you can just lift up and go over and there. Down. Uh, yeah, it, it, this should be an interesting game. But once you get there, yeah, once you get there, and apparently, like you said, it's a, it's a it's a small soccer camp area they've got you know like tiny bleachers they did say on their on the Sell Creek football Facebook page to bring lawn chairs unless you want to stand I guess what are they selling 400 tickets there there are 400 tickets available so if you want to get out there hey make a weekend of it (laughs) enjoy the enjoy the weekend go to the aquarium find a and b in Dayton something I don't know go see Rock City See seven states. <laughs> you can see seven states from there. <laughs> you might even be able to see the game from there. I'm not sure, but in a quarter to see. <laughs> no idea. Might be easier than trying to get one of those 400 tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it very well could be. Oh, last year, Zion got a 29-28 win in this game, but uh, it was a shootout. Now, Sail Creek is coming off a 47 uh, nothing loss to Coppin. Copper Basin. Copper Basin, yeah. Copper Basin, sorry. You ain't from around here, are you? No, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, I don't even know what copper, I mean, I know what a basin is. I know what copper is. So uh, I guess. That's okay. You you got Sand Mountain. We got Copper Basin. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but it, the, the big thing for Zion is they're coming off of a big win, 36 nothing last week against the Memphis Nighthawks. Luke Perko. Um, Ran it, through it, finished with three touchdowns and about 249 offensive yards total. And they will need another big performance from him Friday at Fort Bluff against Sale Creek. Watch it from Rock City. Yeah, uh, there – you can go to our website and check it check out, but there, there's no way to watch or listen to this one that I'm aware of. 
I'm not even sure that they have power up there. <laughs> so I just don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a camp. This guy's from Alabama, and he's making jokes. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, we don't know anything about this field. I I, I never heard of it until you mentioned it. (laughs) So, we couldn't tell you. So, my guess is if you want to see it or hear it, you you better go. And and my suggestion would be if you're going, don't rely on GPS. Break out the road map, the road atlas. Get you a Rand McNally and Mm -hmm. go find it yourself. Because you may lose reception somewhere between here and there. Yeah, it's going to be a... Interesting weekend for the Zion Christian Eagles. We'll be excited to hear uh, how that goes. And we got one more game to talk about. It's our game of the week. And when we come back, we're going to do just that. We'll be right back on SMTN Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. And welcome back to SMTN Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Again, I'm Chris Yao, and we're going to talk about the big one this week. It is our Game of the Week. And our game of the week is Summertown at Richland. Summertown at Richland. Unbeaten Summertown at two and one Richland. And um, you know, having seen Richland last week, like I said, I really like what they do offensively. Interested to see Summertown at full output from an offensive standpoint. Again, we've talked about their their triplets with um, the quarterback Colton Schaefer. Um, Anakin Johnson and Javen 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 Edmiston um, say that three times fast. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, can be pretty productive on the offensive side of the ball. So this this one could be a shootout by the time it's all over with. Again, Sam Edwards did a great job for Richland at quarterback in that win against um, Mount Pleasant last week, and and Austin Seals kind of took a little bit of a complimentary role offensively in that ball game. Except but, for, you know, throwing a touchdown pass. Except for throwing <laughs> a touchdown pass. And um, if, if you're Summertown's defense, if, if Austin gets the ball on that wide pitch, make sure your backside cornerback stays in coverage. Because yeah. they've run that twice in three games, apparently. Once not so well, once for seven. So you, you got to be careful with that. And this is going to be a really uh, important game for just momentum and confidence. Uh, and, of course, the teams, they're, they're not – they're pretty close and mm-hmm. together. So, you know, it's a, not necessarily Mount Pleasant, Summertown, but it's a, it's, a, it's a game that these kids probably see each other in Lawrenceburg or something like that. And I think it's a bigger game for Richland, really, than it is for Summertown. Summertown comes in here ranked number seven in the state in right. Class 2A. Um, Richland two and one still kind of playing that respect card a little bit, and if they were able to step up and get a win over a class two A team, I think that kind of 
lets them announce their presence with authority to some degree. So um, looking forward to seeing how this one plays out. I think this is going to be probably the most closely competitive game that we'll have this week. Uh, you know, when you're talking about a team like Summertown who offensively has played well at times mm-hmm. and then still struggles a little in the passing game. That, granted, both games that they played so far have been in in a torrential downpour and just following a torrential downpour. And Summertown was off last week. And they were off last week, so they got a little extra time to prepare um, thanks to their Collingwood game being canceled. It's uh, – I'm not sure – sometimes rest helps, but when you're talking about, you know, you haven't had – but you've only played two games mm-hmm. and you didn't have any preseason games, so I'm not sure that rest is necessarily a great thing in week three. Exactly. So now are they rusty mm-hmm. rather than rested? It's a, it's a fine line. It absolutely is. So I'll be curious to see how this one plays out. Uh, we'll, we're definitely going to uh, talk a little bit more about it here in just a second. Um, might as well do it. Let's talk let's, about let's, it now. Let's talk about it. It is time for our weekly pickup, which is presented by Jamie Davis Allstate. You're in good hands with Jamie Davis. For a free quote, call 615-392-1122. Make sure to tell her that Chris and Maurice at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. It's very important. All right, so let's talk a little bit about game number one is the Columbia Central Lions over at Giles County. Uh, What are you thinking here? I'm thinking that Columbia Central goes out and takes care of business. You know, Giles County, you talked about rested or rusty. Um, Giles County's schedule has been all over the board. Their only actual on-field game was in week one when they lost to Lincoln County. They went to Hendersonville week two, played a game. Weather stopped it. They did not complete it. Um, they were granted a victory last week against East Nashville because, again, Metro, Metro. Nashville isn't playing. So, um, officially the Bobcats are one and one with one no contest. Um, just not quite sure what to expect out of them. Columbia Central has a shutout loss last week and a 42-point loss in the last game of this series to um, kind of motivate them. and. And I think with all that, the visiting lines come out with a victory here. I think you're right. I'm going to go with Columbia Central because, again, I think they're still the second-best team in Region 5-5A, which is a pretty tough region. I'm not going to fault them for losing 35 to nothing to Summit because I really believe Summit is the class of that region and potentially you know, among the, the class of Class 5A in general. Mm-hmm. So um, I got the lines in this one. I think they take care of business, and I wouldn't be surprised if at the close of the game, the Lions have an opportunity to put one more on the board that they don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Just Would not be surprised. All right, game number two, Davidson Academy traveling to Columbia Academy. Um, obviously, like we said, this is the two-time defending 2A state title winner, and uh, I don't think you can pick against the Bears in this one despite – it being such a close game last year and it being at Columbia Academy this year, 
Still got to go with the Bears. Uh, your thoughts? The Bears. The Bears. Yeah, you know, you, you've got the Lions in the last one. you got the Bears in this one. I'm looking for Tigers. Oh, we got them coming <laughs> up. Coming up. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I like Davidson Academy in this one. I just think um, they are, are too talented in too many areas. And right now I just think there are too many question marks regarding CA. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Um, I think, like I said, Davidson Academy is what I've got. Uh, as we were talking about the summit, the uh, the Spartans class of Region Five Five A for sure. Um, they host Franklin, and it looks like we're both going summit here. Um, yeah, the Spartans should win this game fairly easily, but I mean you're still talking about a six A Region Six Six A team. That's they're big. They've got some athletes. You never know what's going to happen. I think that Summit, though, gets this win. You know, um, I don't know how much you keep up with women's basketball, but UConn coach Gino Ariema said once, we've got Diana Tarazi and you don't. I think Brian Coleman could easily say, we've got Destin Wade and you don't. That's right. You know, and we, we've talked about it all year long about how important he is to that team. Uh, just, I'll be honest with you. Beating Indy and destroying Central without Keaton Wade has done nothing but make me higher mm-hmm. on the Spartans because and on Destin. Yeah. Because Destin hasn't, you know, at times last year when he needed to lean on somebody, he leaned on Keaton. Mm-hmm. Now he, you know, obviously he's got he, some options out there. Don't sure. get me wrong. But he's the guy. He's the one that everybody's leaning on. And he's done nothing but put him on his back and carry him thus far. You can't be mad at him at all. You know, and, and, I mean, we, we talk a lot about him, but he's got almost 1,000 offensive yards in three games yeah, he, he's, and 12 touchdowns. He leads our area in both rushing and, and passing. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> what do you do? We, we talk a lot about him, but the numbers don't lie, y'all. <laughs> numbers don't lie. That's right. So, All right. Independence traveling to the Inferno over at Blackman. And I got the Eagles in this one because I think they just uh, – I don't think that offense is going to be stopped. I just don't. I feel more confident in the visiting Eagles than I do in the host Blaze, even though their field has its own Twitter account. Yeah. Um, it's a nice field. It is a nice field. I about sweated to death over there a few years ago for a Blackman-Oakland game that was being televised on Sunday morning on ESPN. But, um, yeah, other than that, now I, I like independence in this one. Again, we it's a quarterback-driven game, and Jackson Campbell is getting it done for the Eagles. Absolutely. All right, and here is the one game we picked differently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mount Pleasant traveling to Fayetteville, and uh, I guarantee you the Tigers win it. The Tigers are going to win. Here we got we got Lions, Tigers, and, and Bears. Bears. Oh so, my! Oh my! <laughs> um, but who do you have? I've got the host Tigers. I got Fayetteville winning just because. Um, you know, as you've said so many times, when in doubt, pick the home team. I. I'd not be surprised if Mount Pleasant wins this ball game because they've got the talent to do so. I'm not sure where this Fayetteville team stacks up relative to the last couple of years. But right now, I've just got more questions about Mount Pleasant. Sure. 
No, no reason not to, obviously. Um, but I think that defense is really good. Mm-hmm. I think that Fayetteville could potentially come into this game with a, a little bit. You know, now they've got some momentum. They might have a little bit of a a big head, maybe a little confidence, but perhaps too much confidence. I think Bronson Bradley does a great job uh, being the underdog, <clears throat> and he plays that up quite a bit. And he's not been that the last two weeks, so. He gets a chance to do that. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's one of those guys. We got to win this game. So, putting putting that out there, I've got the Mount Pleasant version of the Tigers in uh, game Friday night. And then, um, let's see. I think we got Zion Christian at Sail Creek. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Really like what Zion Christian was able to get done last week. I like the growth that they saw in um, Luke Perko at quarterback. And I think they can um, go on the road wherever it is that they're going and, and <laughs> pick pick up a second straight victory here against Sale Creek. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think Zion can get a win. Um, they got the momentum. They're, they're, they're coming off that big win. So, Despite having to travel quite a bit, I'm sure they'll leave pretty early. Uh, it's a tough, tough trip over there. And, <laughs> Might need to leave tonight. And here's the thing: is it's a six o'clock game. That's right, because it'll be on Eastern time. It'll be Eastern time, so they'll start at six o'clock Central in their normal time. So maybe not any jet lag, but it is a little bit earlier. It, so it, it kind of skews that schedule. So, um, and again, if you're going over there, keep that in mind as well. You're going for a six o'clock Central time kickoff. Yeah, that's. Very important to remember. Yeah. All right. And you don't want to drive all that way in this half the game. <laughs> this, exactly. So well, there you go. That is the uh, SMTN Sports Pick'em presented by Jamie Davis. Uh, last week, uh, we talked about it on Tuesday, but our record currently stands at 13-4, and four, but we only have one game different this week, which means somebody's taking the lead. Uh, it's all on you, Bronson. <laughs> Just <laughs> FYI. It's all on you. And if you lose, it's all your fault. It's all your <laughs> So I, I'll, I'll be curious. We'll be back on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure to check us out on. Uh, yeah, we will be back on Monday. We were on Tuesday this past week for the holiday. We'll be back on the regular schedule. So um, look for us on Monday midday. That's right. And uh, you can find us on sm-tnsports.com, sm underscore tnsports at um, Twitter and Instagram, and then SMTN Sports on Facebook. Follow us, join our group. Uh, make sure that you are checking out the website. Again, last week, over 10,000 views on the website, so thank you guys so much for that. Can and be sure, be sure and check out all of our in-game updates. If you're yes. on Twitter, hashtag OnlyGameInTown will get you all of our updates as we post them. And... Um, Again, check out the website for coverage of all these games and more late Friday night or early Saturday morning. Yeah, we'll have photo galleries on Saturday around afternoon and then full game coverage, stats and all, on Friday night, early Saturday morning. So definitely want to pick check that out. We appreciate you guys so much. For Maurice Patton, I'm Chris Yao. Have a great day. This is SM-TN Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint.